Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, The Doors, Other Voices, from 1971. March of 1971, Los Angeles rock band The Doors released Love Her Madly, the first single off their sixth album, L.A. Woman, which would be released a month later. Every Doors album prior to L.A. Woman had been produced by Paul A. Rothschild, and every one of those albums reached the top ten. He was initially set to produce L.A. Woman, but then he heard Love Her Madly. Rothschild has said that the band was bored by this point, in particular, singer Jim Morrison. He said Morrison wanted to do other things and wasn't interested in being the singer of The Doors. In a 1981 interview with Blair Jackson for BAM, Rothschild said, quote, Let's put this in my career perspective. I had close to 100 LPs under my belt. I had just finished making one of the greatest albums of my career, a labor of total love by the most loving and dedicated musicians I'd ever worked with. I'm talking about Janis Joplin's Pearl album. That music was full of heart, the way it's supposed to be in the studio. You got 110% from everyone in the band and 150% from Janis. End quote. He goes on to say that when he went to the Doors rehearsals for L.A. Woman, they were a joke. After Rothschild heard Lover Madly, he claimed it wasn't rock and roll. It was cocktail lounge music. In the BAM interview, he went on to say, quote, I went into the studio finally and said, Guys, I think the best thing that could happen is for me to leave, because you've become too reliant on me to come up with the energy and the ideas and the direction, and I just don't want to do it anymore. The only way you'll survive is if you make this record yourself. You'll have to generate the enthusiasm and the brilliance. End quote. The Doors would end up producing the album themselves, along with engineer Bruce Botnick now serving as co-producer. Love Her Madly would become one of the highest-charting singles for The Doors, peaking at number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 in April of 1971. L.A. Woman would go on to be The Doors' second best-selling album of their career. Don't you love her? Rothschild did say that during the initial rehearsals for L.A. Woman, he thought two of the songs were good. L.A. Woman and Riders on the Storm. Riders on the Storm Riders on the Storm Riders on the Storm would be released as a single in June of 1971, and it became a top 20 hit, but it would be the last song recorded by all four members of The Doors, 
as well as being the last song recorded by Morrison ever. Because on July 3rd, 1971, the same day that Riders on the Storm debuted on the Billboard charts, Jim Morrison would be found dead in the bathtub of his girlfriend's apartment in Paris. His death wouldn't become news until almost one week later, as heard in this CBS News report from July 9th, 1971. The death of another rock musician was disclosed today. Jim Morrison, 27 years old, lead singer of The Doors. His manager said Morrison died six days ago in Paris, either of a heart attack or pneumonia. But the death was kept secret to avoid a sensation. He was buried in Paris in the same cemetery where Balzac and other French immortals lie. But about one month prior to Morrison's death, the rest of The Doors, Ray Manzarek, Robbie Krieger, and John Densmore, had already been working on new material, with the plan that Morrison would rejoin them to finish the new songs after he returned from Paris. When that didn't happen, the band surprisingly decided to keep going. Supposedly there was talk of replacing Morrison. In a 2014 interview with Louder Sound, Ray Manzarek said they even made an offer to Paul McCartney to join the band. The remaining members of The Doors pressed on and finished their new album, now as a three-piece with keyboardist Ray Manzarek, and guitarist Robbie Krieger sharing lead vocal duties. And on October 18, 1971, The Doors released Other Voices on Elektra Records. The album begins with In the Eye of the Sun, written and sung by Ray Manzarek. Robbie Krieger wrote and sang the album's next track, Variety is the Spice of Life. The next song, Ships with Sails, was written by both Manzarek and Krieger. It's one of two songs on the album that feature percussion from Francisco Aguabella, a man that Dizzy Gillespie once called the John Coltrane of the conga drums. Ships with Sails was also released as a single, but it failed to chart. And will I be thinking of you? Will I ever pass this way again? Tightrope Ride, the album's other single, closes out side one. The song features direct references to Rolling Stone's co-founder Brian Jones, who had recently passed away, and seemingly implied mentions of Morrison. Tightrope Ride would be the only charting single from the album, peaking at number 71 on Christmas Day, 1971. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Side 2 begins with another Robbie Krieger song, Down on the Farm. It was originally written for L.A. Woman, but Morrison rejected the song. It features percussion and marimba from Emile Richards. Richards toured and recorded with artists like Frank Sinatra, Steely Dan, Frank Zappa, and Judy Garland, among others. He was also a studio musician on several classic TV theme songs. He provided the finger snaps for The Addams Family, bongos on Mission Impossible, and xylophone on The Simpsons. That song, as well as the next two songs, feature bass playing from Jerry Sheff. This wasn't his first time recording with the Doors. He'd also played on L.A. Woman, but he may be best known as the bassist for Elvis Presley's TCB band from 1969 all the way until Elvis's final show in 1977. Jerry Sheff is also the father of Jason Sheff, who replaced Peter Cetera as Chicago's bassist and vocalist back in 1985 and went all the way to 2016. And here's some of Jerry Chef on the next track, I'm Horny, I'm Stoned. In a 2021 Stereo Gum interview with Robbie Krieger, Krieger spoke about this album, saying, quote, I think what we should have done is just become a jazz trio. 
instead of still trying to do rock with no lead singer. But on the other hand, there were some cool songs on those albums. We actually went and toured and all that stuff, and we did pretty well. People seemed to still be into it. We played Europe. We did these big halls and stuff. And in the States. The main problem is, obviously, we didn't have Jim. The three of us couldn't. We didn't really get along as well as we did when Jim was around. There was such a great balance there with all four of us. When Jim was gone, it was tough. The egos started coming out. You know what I mean? End quote. He goes on to speak about the band's mindset while making the record. He says, quote, It was a tough time, of course. When Jim was gone, we had kept going. The three of us were practicing all the time, writing new stuff. When Jim passed, we said, Geez, what are we going to do? We could just give it up. Or, you know, we have all these songs. Let's go in and record and see what happens. We probably shouldn't have put it out that quick after Jim's passing. We just felt like that was all we could do. We could have sat around and be depressed, which we were. But I don't know. The record company, Electra, they were wanting us to continue. It wasn't that hard of a decision. End quote. album closes with Hang On To Your Life. Despite being a very little-known album by The Doors, it still managed to chart. It lasted 15 weeks on the Billboard 200, peaking at number 31. They would go on to make one more album a year later, called Full Circle. But for years, the band mostly disregarded these albums. Both albums would finally get a CD release in 2006, and in 2015, they were released together on a two-CD set and released individually on 180-gram vinyl for Rhino Records. Both records are currently streaming on Spotify. Now, I still haven't even gotten into the producer and some of the other session players. The album's producer was Bruce Botnick, who, as I mentioned earlier, co-produced L.A. Woman with the band. He had served as the engineer for all the Doors albums prior. Botnick is also known for his work with the Beach Boys, Eddie Money, and over 100 projects for film composer Jerry Goldsmith. And one other bassist of note on the album is Jack Conrad. He plays on three of the album's tracks, including the single Tightrope Ride. Conrad would also play on Full Circle, in addition to touring with The Doors in 1971 and 1972. He's also known for his work with Paul Williams, Helen Reddy, Three Dog Night, Heart, and an actress from the 80s primetime drama Knott's Landing, Lisa Hartman. But that is for another time. 
Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>